Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jared G. Martin. We've just celebrated the birth of Christ on Christmas Day. Quite often, after an event is over, we put up everything that we brought out to celebrate, and then we push that event to the side and go on to something else. But I want to tell you that Jesus Christ came to make a difference in our lives. He brought light to the world, he brought joy and peace, and he came to seek and to save those who are lost. I am struck by how when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and spoke to her about what God wanted to do in her life, she said, be it unto me, O God, according to your word. In other words, she said, Lord, have your way. What about you today? Do you want the Lord to have his way in your life from this point on. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. And we're getting down to the basics. It was John that says you can't walk in darkness and light at the same time. You're either walking in the light or you're walking in darkness. There's no in-between. Because he says, but God, there is no darkness in him at all. That's what the scripture said. Don't mistake. God ain't got no darkness, ain't no shadow, ain't no corner where there's no light. So if you walk with God, you're walking in the light. If you're walking in darkness, you're not walking with God. So if we're getting ready for him to come again, we need to get straight with this light that he came into the world. Before I got saved, I could not see how to walk in righteousness. I knew what righteousness was, but I couldn't see how to walk in it. I thought I was going in a direction that was right for me. But when you're walking in darkness, you are blind. And Jesus came as the light, with the light, to give us freedom from darkness. He came to give us freedom from darkness. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. God so loved us that he sent his only son into the world so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's eternal life, not perishing, not perishing. You don't have to perish. You don't have to perish. God says somebody's going to perish, but it don't have to be you. That was in John 3.16, but also just a couple of verses later, after John 3.16, Jesus is teaching. He says, this is the verdict. A verdict means the judge has ruled. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light. Why men love darkness instead of light? Because their deeds are evil. You remember when you wanted to turn the lights down low? <laughs> Nobody wanted to turn the lights down low so they could read the Bible. <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass said, turn out the lights. He said, men love darkness rather than light. Why do the nightclubs are dark? The beer joint's dark. The gambling den is dark. Why is it dark? 
Don't turn on the light. You know, when it's turn on the lights at the club, it's time to go home. Okay. <laughs> That's why all kind of crazy stuff happen in the nighttime. When the kids want to stay out till 3 o'clock in the morning, say, ain't nothing good happening at 3 in the morning. Ain't nothing good happening at 3 in the morning in terms of, well, I say ain't nothing godly happening. Somebody say, yeah, it was something good. No, <laughs> ain't nothing godly happening. <laughs> Here's what Jesus said in verse 20. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly what he has done has been done through God. Jesus came so that we can have the light of the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. And we're not afraid to stand up in the light. We're not afraid to walk in the light. That's why we want to walk when we come to the Lord. Walk in the light, beautiful light. Shine all around me by day and by night. We used to sing that song. Jesus, the light of the world. I'm walking in the light. I can live in the light. So when the light shines, you can inspect something with the light. When they want to inspect materials or whatever, they want to be sure they have enough light to see everything. Shine the light on me and inspect me. I can withstand the light. When you're living right, you can withstand the light. You can write that down. That'll rhyme. Put that in your rap song. God wants to work in your life and through your life, and that begins with us accepting and walking in the light that Jesus Christ brought into the world. So where are you right now? Are you walking in the light or are you still walking in the darkness? Do you have the joy that the light of Jesus Christ brings to your life or are you struggling just to make it day by day? Jesus came that you can have life more abundantly. You can have the light of the Lord and the glory of the Lord. God is light. I, I'm just thinking about when, when, when Moses went up on the mountain to spend time with God and, and Moses said, Lord, I want to see you. I want to see your face. God said, you know what? I am so bright that nobody can see my face. That's my glory. Nobody can see this light. This is a glorious light. You can't see this light in your human body and still live. God said, the best thing I'll do, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put you in a cleft of a rock. You just kind of lean in there and I'll walk by. And when I walk by, you can come back and you can see my, my hinder part. You can see my back. And when Moses came down from the mountain, his face was shining, so the people had to cover, he had to cover his face. They couldn't even stand and see him. Where have you been? Moses, what, what's wrong with you? Moses said, I've been in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we're in the light, that's why Jesus said, when you get in, God get in you, you now are the light. Somebody ought to see the work of the Lord in your life and glorify God. I can see God in you. Okay. I can see God in you. I can see some God in you. I can see a little bit of something in you. You are the light of the world, he said. You are the light of the world. What's wrong with y'all? Are you sure that when you die, you're going to spend eternity with Jesus in heaven? Or will you spend eternity in hell 
forever separated from God. Jesus came so that he can give you a pathway to eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ. He came that you can have that light and live in that light forever. It was Jesus who said to those who believed on him and those who follow him, he said, you are the light of the world. The light was the beginning and the light will be in the end. The Bible opened, I said already, with Genesis chapter 1 talking about let there be light. Don't you know it closes with that light as well? In the book of Revelation, the last chapter, in verse 21, and this is talking about the scene that's in heaven. Then the angel showed me the river of water, of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. This is in heaven now. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and his servants will serve him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Oh, if you know what God has in store, you'd be looking for that place that's not built with hands where there will be no more sickness, no more sadness, no more dying, but there will be worship and praise and glory, and there will be no more curse, he says, and there will be no more darkness. It will just be light. That's why Jesus came. He came as a baby, not so we can celebrate Christmas, not so we can buy presents and have parties and get together and exchange gifts. He came so that we can have the light of his glory in our lives. Every believer ought to be filled with the light of the Lord Jesus Christ, so much so that it flows out of us and brightens up others around us. Don't let the devil come and put his bushel over you again and try to snuff out your light. You have that light. Take that bushel off and let that light shine so somebody else can take advantage of what Jesus Christ has. And if you don't have the light, say, Lord, light me up. Fill my life and give me the light of your glory. I remember the day and I remember the hour sitting in an office and said, Lord, I want you to come into my life. And the Lord came into my life that day and I know that the burden of sin has left me. And I understood what they meant when they said he brought me out of darkness into that marvelous light. The joy of the Lord filled my soul and I knew I was a different creation. I don't know who you are today and what's going on in your life. There are some who've never experienced the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And there's others that's walking around the light and you're still standing in the shadow. You say, I, I, this is good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I can see from here. That's not good enough. You're just standing in the shadows looking at the light and saying, see, I'm good. I'm good. I'm over here by the light. No, he wants the light to be in you. Bow your heads with me today. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ and you've never made a commitment to him, here's a good time to say, Lord, I understand that you came to bring light, not just to the world, but light into my life. All I need to do is believe. In the book of John, he says, all you need to do is look up and believe. Those that look upon me and believe in me, they will be saved. All we have to do is just accept what he's already done. He's come. He's given his life. He was buried. He was raised up from the dead. He conquered death. He conquered eternal death. He gave us a chance for eternal life. All we have to do is say, Lord, I believe you. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that you forgive sin and you save sinners. I'm one and I'm coming to you and I ask you to save my soul. I am so excited about what Jesus came to earth to do. He came to seek and to save those who are lost. He came to give us an abundant life. And he came to give us not only an abundant life, but an eternal life. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You know, when Jesus comes into our life, into our heart, he empowers us to continue the work that he began. He wants to use every born-again believer to get something done. And I'm excited about the new year coming. For several years, the Light of the World have joined with several other pastors to host a men's prayer on the first Friday of every new year. It is pastors from different churches and different denominations who have the same heart and the same mind to come together to get men to take the lead in praying for our homes and our family, our community and our country and our world. So I want you to join us. If you're a pastor, join us. We're going to be at the Greater Love Mission Church of God in Christ at 8410 Lay Road on Friday, January the 5th, beginning at 7 p.m. We will be there with Pastor Kevin Childs and several other pastors from our Impact Ministry Group, but we want you to be there as well. If you're a pastor or a minister, and we encourage you to bring your men together to pray together and join our voices with your voices as we speak in unity over our city, over our families, and over our community. It's going to be a great opportunity to start the new year out with men standing firm. It will be a new opportunity in a new year to have a new man doing new things for God. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.